Hey, everyone. Welcome back to our July episodes of You Betcha She Did. I'm your host, Raina Rikiki. This month, as you may recall, we are focusing on women entrepreneurs who are hyper-focused on helping others. Now, this is definitely a trait that we find in women, and these women are doing it to the next level. Today, my guest, Holly Mealy, has started an organization called The Right Relief, which is all focused on giving care to caregivers. Think about that. That's pretty amazing. Caregivers are the all around us, most often women, and often the ones that are forgotten about. So without further ado, let's dive into our episode and learn more about this great organization. Did she really do that? You betcha she did. Welcome back to another episode of You Betcha She Did, the podcast where female leaders, entrepreneurs, and change makers, especially from Wisconsin, share their wit and wisdom. My guest today is Holly Mealy, and she started an organization called The Right Relief, in, and it's located in Menominee Falls, Wisconsin. Now, this is an organization that you may or may not have heard about, but now that you are going to hear about it, it's going to be top of your mind because it's exactly what we need something that's been missing, perhaps. So without further ado, let me welcome Holly to the show. Hi, Holly. Hi, thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm so glad you're here. Mm -hmm. So Holly, tell people what exactly is The Right Relief? Sure. So we are a nonprofit 501c3 organization, and it's based out of my own home, my kitchen. Um, and we provide care for caregivers that is personalized to their unique situation or needs, um, what would provide them the most relief during their caregiving time. And, and we know that may change if their caregiving journey is longer, which they seem to be, unfortunately. But um, so, yeah, we just want to make sure that um, caregivers know they're not alone and um, that all of the love and attention they're putting on their sick loved one doesn't go unnoticed, um, but that we want to make sure they still are getting nourishment and just that um, kind of emotional support that someone's there, someone cares about them too, and not just their the sick patient. So. Yeah, I love that so much. So, so much. Because it's true. I mean, often as women, you know, even if you're not a mother, it's just the way society structured, we're often put in the caregiver role for parents or relatives. And I think everybody's happy to help. But, you know, often the person who is the caregiver is the one who's forgotten about and, and kind of just surviving, maybe not on the best substance or um, other things that could help them out. So how did the right relief come to be? I know you said it started in 2019. Yeah. So what what prompted it? So um, I kind of have two, um, I have got my personal family connection to caregiving that has always kind of been a part of part of the story. And then I also had a um, an experience visiting a friend at Ronald McDonald House in 2019. Um, and so she showed me their big family kitchens and I got some more information about their family meal program, about how they uh, volunteers come and cook for, you know, 50 or more people every night there. That was pre-COVID numbers, but um and so I knew that I wanted to do something like that because I've always loved um, cooking for others. And um, my parents were both big uh, bakers, uh, you know, love to cook, love to host people, love to make meals for people when they were sick or neighbors. Um, and so I knew I couldn't 
uh, afford to do that myself, buying groceries for that many people. And I knew I needed more people to cook with me because I can't do that many for by myself. So that's how the idea came is to start started as a nonprofit um, so we could get um, donations and more volunteers uh, with us. So um, and then as far as the uh, personal story. My mom was a caregiver for actually both my sister and my dad at different points um, in the last um, about 10 to 15 years. And she continued working full time to so we would have that health insurance um, that we they obviously needed. Um, and so I just saw the toll that it took um, just of her trying to work, but also take care of stuff at the house. Um, I was um, done with college at that point and not living at home. So um, I didn't feel like I you know, I could really help all that much being almost three hours away. And so um, I just really felt for her and um, want other caregivers to maybe have more support than she did. So that's kind of how it started. Oh. Yeah. And then, you know, when you first started, was it just that friends and family reached out and they said, hey, you know, I know someone who's caregiving and they could really use a boost or like you said, a belly hug. And it kind of just grew from there. Exactly. Um, so we actually just sold um, t-shirts with our logo on it. And mostly it was friends and family who purchased those to kind of start that off um, enough just to buy groceries for our first group meal, basically. Um, and then, yes, I had um, friends of friends, yes, or former co-workers. I was a teacher for 10 years and teachers, again, mostly women. They, we just have this this network of moms and caregivers. And I got so many referrals from from that kind of network and um, it grew from there. Yep. Yeah. I love how you so. found, you know, like a problem in society, something that was overlooked and you're like, Hey, you know what? I can do something about this. I have the skills to help. And then you just dove in. Yep. What were some of the lessons, you know, you learned along the way since you've been in business for a couple of years now? So I learned a lot about the, um, like the legal kind of side of a nonprofit. Cause I obviously, I didn't know I was a teacher, so I didn't know anything about like being in, incorporated and all the like bylaws and things like that, that you have to write. Um, so that kind of technical stuff I learned, um, a little bit about, and then, um, I learned, I'm still learning about like website kind of design. Um, my husband helps me a lot with that. Um, I enjoyed posting on Facebook, um, my personal Facebook before I started this. But then once I got the Right Relief Facebook page, um, I had to like really step up the amount of posting I was doing just to get some visibility. Um, so I feel like I've come a long way with the social media side of it. Um, I've definitely learned that there are donors out there that want to support good causes. I still am blown away every day when I get donations from strangers or <laughs> just people that like our, our mission and cause and want to donate. Like that's still just sometimes shocking to me, but like, so, so good. Like that there's that good people in the world. And um, yeah, that was, I've, I've definitely learned that. I was going to say that was starting to interrupt, have, but that was one so. of my questions, like with funding, like, cause if, yeah, you said at first, you guys were like, okay, we'll sell some t-shirts and we'll get some funding. But now, I mean, obviously you, you run just on funding. So what, what have you found are the main ways that people find out about you just through word of mouth or publicity? 
So initially it was, yes, Facebook, word of mouth. Um, and then we recently were um, interviewed by CBS 58, their Everyday Hero program. Um, we completed a big goal, our first goal of um, 5,475 meals. And so the Journal Sentinel did an article on that, and that had a ton of um, attention then and people sending me emails and joining our email list or joining the Facebook page, all of that. Um, so definitely those have been huge, huge help. Um, and then just local organizations that, you know, I've gone and presented at like a uh, community league or giving circle type groups. Um, and then they just have great connections too in the, in the local you know, in the surrounding area. Um, and then finally, um, we do cook at larger hospital um, guest houses next to Freighter Hospital, um, Ronald McDonald House, and then Kathy's House. And their staff and volunteers have just been so um, supportive and, again, connected us with um, just the right people, connected us with donors, connected us with, um, uh, you know, caregivers, obviously. Um, so that that's kind of how we've how we've gotten a little bit bigger. So yeah, that's great. I love just organically how that's happened, you know, obviously with the help too of news stories and publicity. So if people are interested in donating, what's the best way for them to do that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we um, have our website, it's www.therightreliefinc.org. And there's just a click on the donate button, or I think it's support button, and it'll take you right to that page. So Cool. Mm -hmm. And then um, yeah, what's what's the range? Because I know you're located in Menominee Falls, Wisconsin, which is right kind of by Milwaukee. How far out do you deliver caregiver meals? Like, is there a certain range limit? Because it is a big, bigger metropolitan area. It is. Yeah. So about 30 minutes from Menominee Falls in any direction. And then um, I'm lucky enough to have some retired teachers, again, from that school. Uh, teaching network that love to help um, they cook in their homes. So I have a few that are like about 30 minutes from my house. And so then they can go like another 30 minutes from, from their house. Right. So it kind of widens their area a little bit. And I'm so appreciative of their, their support. Um, and if they, I also have a few that will just drive to my house to pick up the meal that I cook and then they'll go and deliver. Um, so I, I am so lucky to have the, the volunteers. Yeah. So. I, I like that. How mm -hmm. You were yeah. talking, you know, about how you could expand the network. You're like, cause this person lives in this region and then they can go 30 miles this way. Cause that was one thing in my mind, you know, cause I was like, Oh wow. I'm, I'm located in Sheboygan, Wisconsin, which is about 45 minutes North, an hour North. And I was like, this would be such an amazing thing. I've known so many friends and family who've gone through hard times and it would be really cool. Not, I don't want to use the word franchise, but like not franchise, but like have other chapters of it throughout you know, Wisconsin, where people could lead in their area and then help get more help for the caregivers. So we do have another chapter. Um, it's actually in the Boston, Massachusetts oh, cool. area because uh, my husband's uh, family lives out there. So one of the, his cousins had said, I love this. Can I do this out here? And we were, of course you yes, can. Yes. <laughs> so um, yes. And then I've had some, yeah, just some friends, especially, um, again, teachers that are off in the summer want to do things in the summers. Um, I have, I've had someone ask about the Green Bay area, the Madison area. Um, and so I hope to one, one, one day get to that for sure. Oh my gosh, so. that'd be so wonderful. So listeners, if you're listening and you are interested, this is something that lights you up. Um, check the show notes. I will have Holly's website, her contact, because 
the more chapters we can get, the better it is at just helping everybody up and lifting people up. And and like you said, it doesn't cost you anything but your time because it's all funded through donations. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd love to be able to help even more in the, the whole state. Yeah, that would be amazing. <laughs> so if someone um, does know a caregiver, how do they get them on your list to offer care to them? So again, on our website, um, which I had mentioned before, there is a button like right on the main page, it says request relief, and it will take you to, um, there's two separate forms. One, if you are a caregiver and requesting relief for yourself, um, or if you are going to refer a caregiver, then it's just basically, um, you know, their contact information and that'll get sent to me. I contact the, the caregiver then to set, set up a delivery or a, another form of relief that they might need. So okay. cool. It sounds pretty easy. <laughs> You're like, just get it signed up. Yep. And then, you know, are there like in terms of the, you know, I know you guys offer meals and you've said you've already supplied over 5,000 meals, which is impressive. Tell us a little bit more about that. Like how, what kind of meals do you offer? Do you offer other things as well? Yes. So our, I always like to say our signature meal is a lasagna and it has the secret layer of pepperonis because that's how my dad used to make it for us. Um, so that's our, our one I like to do most often. And I have kind of like a stockpile of homemade sauce that I freeze. Um, but we do offer other options too. I also love doing breakfast for dinner. That's always a big hit. Um, and then we do accommodate as best we can with like gluten-free or other dietary needs. Um, So those are our belly hugs that provide just that um, nourishment. And then we also have found and and actually surveyed some caregivers as to um, what else would provide relief for them in a longer uh, situation. And we are starting to offer gas cards. So this is for people traveling to appointments. Um, And we do have a lot of caregivers that do that, um, again, with our connections to Ronald McDonald House and Kathy's house. Um, And then um, we provide some gift certificates to go and just take a break for a few hours, like at a movie theater, um, massage certificate, or and then Brewers game tickets. Brewers were nice enough um, to donate some tickets for us. And then um, the last one is house cleaning. That was one that came up that caregivers (laughs) were, they're caring for people in their home. Um, And so of course you want to have, you know, bathrooms clean and want to just reduce the amount of germs in your home, obviously, and keep up with that, which is really hard, especially if they're still working. So just a stipend um, for like a one-time house cleaner or again, if it's it's a longer situation, even more than that is funding allows. So those are our other, we're calling, we're calling them um, our doses of relief because we know that if you um, are, you know, have a headache and you take a dose of Tylenol, um, it might help for a few hours, but then it's the headache might come back. And so you need another dose. And that's kind of the, the theory behind the, the doses of relief. So a meal might help one week, but then down the road, maybe, you know, you need that time to get out of the house or you're you do have to travel somewhere for treatment once a month or something, you might need the gas card. So, yep. That's wonderful. Yeah. Everybody, you just need a little relief for a couple of days to get through it and then, and then see what else is coming your way. Exactly. Yeah. So we, we really encourage people, caregivers to like um, request multiple times, right? It's, it, it's hard for them to, to request, I know, and to accept help, but it, we have the resources. So it, this is why we started this is to help caregivers. I know a lot of people will say, well, give it to someone who needs it more. I'm like, no, 
you need it more. Yeah, yeah, yes. <laughs> you are carrying. You just take care of yourself too. <laughs> so. Yeah. 100%. Well, you've already accomplished so much in the, you know, a couple of years that you've been open. Do you have any goals for the future? Anything you want to hit in the next couple of years? We really liked our first goal of that uh, 5,475 meals. It's, it's the number of meals I had with my parents in my childhood home. Um, and that, those dinners once a day, right, for 15 years about, they brought me my relief. And it brought our family relief from just, again, dealing with the medical stuff that both my dad and sister dealt with for for many years. So um, so I wanted to give back that many meals to caregivers. Um, and it just had like a good, uh, you know, the story behind it, the, the meaning of that number, I think people really um, kind of understood and wanted to support. And so we wanted to then use uh, something similar for our next goal. Um, but since we're adding those other options, the doses of relief, we're, we're going to be able to give out more doses, um, just because, you know, a gas card is easier than and quicker than cooking uh, a whole meal. <laughs> we can just put those in the mail to caregivers. Um, so, and we initially thought the our first goal would take about 10 years, but again, it was only three years. We know there's a huge need. Um, so we're going big for the our next 10-year goal. It's 54,750 doses of relief. So yeah, it's big. Uh, but I think I think we can do it. I know there's a need, like I said, um, there's caregivers out there that 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 need that relief. So it's something important. And again, I think people will get behind it and, um, and be happy to support. So fantastic goal. I'm I'm all about it supporting you over here in Sheboygan. <laughs> Excellent. And yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, if you are inspired by this story, like I am, please definitely visit the Right Relief website. Like I said, I'll have it linked in the show notes. Please do get in touch with Holly, especially if you're just thinking of maybe there's a way you want to help in your region. The more we can build this, the better it is. And we're going to be helping people all over. Yeah. And, and like I said, we do send gift certificates or gift cards in the mail um, a fair amount. So even if you're in the Sheboygan area and you you travel to Milwaukee or, or something for appointments, I'm happy to mail a, a gift card. So Excellent. Well, Holly, thank you so much for being on the show. Listeners, like I said, if you know someone who this episode could really benefit from, please do not gatehold this episode. Please share it. Send it to your friends. Let people know about the amazing work that Holly and The Right Relief are doing to help caregivers. As always, if you like what you're hearing on You Betcha She Did, don't forget to subscribe, share with with a friend, and like us on social media, including our YouTube channel, which is called You Betcha She Did. Until next time. And now a quick word from our sponsor. Besides being the host of You Betcha She Did, I am also the brains behind the Ladies First digital media company, which amplifies women's voices through podcasts and YouTube channels. If you are a woman business owner, a coach, or a thought leader, you should seriously consider starting a podcast or YouTube channel to grow your business. This is a surefire way to find and grow your niche audience, and there's no time like the present to get started. As an experienced YouTube and podcast producer, I can help you launch your show, manage it, as well as help you grow it through proven strategies. If you want to know more, set up a 15-minute discovery call with me, Raina Rakicki. Check the show notes for the link or visit my website at www.ladiesfirstdigitalmedia.com. 
now's the time to get your voice out there.